Okay, we're back. Are we on? We are back. The brother is out, and the original manager is in. (laughs) Sorry, brother. He's kicked out. Out of the room. Not coming back. He's not going to do the saying. How did he do it, manager? You were just saying it. (laughs) Yeah, he's not going to do it, so he's not coming back. But maybe... We should record him, then. Yeah, maybe he'll have... A special appearance later on but I don't know maybe he'll probably have a lot to say once the football season starts going he was on a roll he was on a roll at yesterday last night yesterday <laughs> but uh, yeah both of us the originals are back the OGs and welcome back to episode Sant in of the VOTP the voice of the people the podcast about sense no sense and nonsense here, we both have the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. That was good. Yeah, I emphasized some words. Yeah, very energetic. <laughs> yeah, I feel good today. We're both, me and manager, both worked out today. Yeah. I guess at the same time too, but remotely. And we both have kind of hardcore workout sessions. We were synchronized. Yeah, so I think we're both feeling pretty good, feeling energized. How about you say what your soundtrack was today, and I'll follow. Oh, I don't know. I just put it on shuffle. Is there a way to, like, check what I listen to? I don't know if I could do that. Well, don't you use, like, Apple Music? Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't know what Apple Music does. I can't, like, go back and see. It kind of, like, clears it. Oh, well, what kind of stuff would you say it is? Um, there was some Kings of Leon. Oh, do you have, wait, wait, wait. Did you get, um, what's that song? Did you get Fans? Fans? I don't think so. Is that what you listen to? No, uh, the song Fans. No. By Kings of Leon. I like that song. No, that one didn't come on. I like that song. I like that song. Uh, I'll have to add it. I'm adding it right now. I'll check it out. Wow. And um, I think Ragu is another one. Ragu? I think. I think. I think. I'm going down their list. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. Um, I think that's... <laughs> I think that's who I'm looking at, but... <laughs> Yeah, it is. Ragu and Fans. Those are my favorite songs from them. But I, I haven't been a like a diehard listener, so I don't know everything. But those are really two good songs. You should listen to them. I'll check those out. But that's oh, a little different so for you. Atlantis came on, too. What is that? Galantis. Atlantis? Galantis. Oh, Galantis. I think I, cho- I showed you a few of their songs. Yeah, right? you're a fan of theirs. I didn't know you go from Galantis to Kings of Leon? I just shuffled my whole library. Whoa. See, that's different. I wouldn't have guessed that you liked them. Yeah. I have a variety of songs stored. Whoa. Okay. Well, (laughs) that's cool to know. How about you? I'll say my list right now. So I had... I started off with Pumpin' Blood by No No No. Then going to Phoenix by Olivia Holt. Mess by Noah Cahan. Needle by the Born Ruffians, Brill Bruiser, Bruisers by the New 
Come on, say it. The new pornographers. <laughs> Altitude Compensation, which I was a little disappointed by this song. This is a song I shazammed, and this is the first time Shazam ever gave me the wrong song. Oh no, something completely different? Yeah, so Altitude Compensation by Allie and Fila. This is not the song I wanted, Shazam. You get minus <laughs> points. Minus points. Was uh, it good anyway? Eh, not what I wanted. Not what I wanted. Okay. But, you, you know, you only live once, so it's in the list. It's in the <laughs> list. Then I went to Do You Believe in Love by Huey Lewis in the News. This is the Time by Billy Joel. Could Have Been Me by The Struts, which I really like that song, by the way. That, that's a fun song. Then Battle by Standard Hope. Bummerland by AJR. And then finishing it off with Mountaintop by Standard Hope. So nice. it was a pretty good playlist, you know. I did like more modern stuff and then I threw it back with a little Huey Lewis and Billy Joel, you know. Mixing yeah. it up, mixing it up. Gotta keep keep us on our toes. Yeah. So I guess with that said we should move on. We should move on. I think manager is on top of things today and has her topics ready to go. <laughs> Okay, uh, topic number one, inspired by a lot of people going back to school today. Uh, happy first day of school, everyone that's going back. They How did you feel on your first day when you had to go back to school after summer break? Hmm. I... <sighs> well, first of all, let me say, I was driving around getting lunch, and I actually saw a bus dropping off some kids, so... I, I was surprised because I didn't know I don't know what schools are opening and what schools aren't. I think all of them should be open. Uh, I think remote learning is not good. I think if you're homeschooled, you know that's a different thing. But if you're getting basic, you know the basic, uh, you know average everyday person kind of learning, I think that you should be in you should be present in the building. I think that that's important. Uh, but I would say I was an excited person. I think once you have summer and it gets... Yeah, you know, it's just like anything. If you have time off, once you get past a certain amount of time, you really want to get back to normal. Hmm. And I don't know. I always thought it was kind of exciting. I I don't know if it's the same now because everything's more electronic now, but I used to love getting all the school supplies and all that. That was the best part. Yeah. Staples. Staples yeah. Like a list. Yeah, you get your binder, you get your notebooks, you get your pens, your highlighters, your erasers, your pencils. You get everything. I used to love the all different folders. Like I used to have SpongeBob folders, Lisa Frank folders. Yeah. Now you don't get them anymore. Now everything's just like, just I don't know, just on the screen. What fun is that? That's nothing. Yeah, they probably, like, email the parents everything instead of, like, sending home a slip, remember? Like, permission slips and stuff. Yeah, it's it's disappointing. I think it's, you know, different time, different ages. It always changes up. But I think that there should be some type of... There should be concrete things that stay in place. And I think that sometimes, especially for school... I think that it's necessary to make some concrete ground, like grounded rules, because there are some standard things that 
I think kids should have to go through. Like what? Like, I think that everybody should learn how to write. I think that they should learn cursive. I think that they should be writing down things. I don't think they should be on their damn screens all day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, I think it's an, I think it's important. And I think that, you know, once you lose the basics and you, you know, you know, every generation thinks that they're smarter than the last generation. And it's completely not true because the new generation is only, you know, in a better place because of the older generation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that there needs to be some standards that need to that need to stay in place and to be kept and i think that that's you know if it was fun for us like you and me and you know two out of two people like we both enjoyed it i think that people i think that kids you taking it away from kids nowadays i think it takes away the you know the excitement about getting back to the normal and like you know growing up going into your new class yeah, I agree. I was never, like, too excited to go back after summer. Because summer was always, like, so fun with, like, camp and things like that. But I got used to it. I think it's important that kids, like, interact with other kids. Especially at a young age. Like, it helps them develop a lot of skills. Yeah. It, and, you know, I'm happy. I, I'm happy if things, things should be getting back to normal. Um... You know, if any kids are listening, like, if you shouldn't have anything to be fearful of or anything, you should just be going in there with, just like this show says, an open mind and the ability to listen. (laughs) Whoa, yeah, we could apply our motto to any age group. Yeah, like, you gotta have those two things. You know, if you're closed-minded and you're not gonna, you know, go outside your comfort zone ever, then... you're never going to grow. You're never going to grow into a fully competent person. Yeah. That's true. Open mind and the ability to listen. Yeah. Uh, so I guess to your question, I would say I would be... Ex- you know, I, I think I was more on the excited side. But, you know, I think the excitement... <laughs> I think the excitement kind of goes away the minute you sit in your in your desk. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as they assign homework, that's it. I'm gone. Yeah, you know, you got to ease that in. You can't give it the first day. Any teacher that gives homework the first day back is just, you know, asking to be like the worst teacher of the year. You know, you got to... That would happen all the time, though. Yeah, you got to you gotta ease it in, you know? Remember RateMyTeacher.com? I don't remember that. Oh, my gosh. Well, if you go on, you could probably see all your old teachers... It's pretty much people leaving ratings for their teachers, so like when you get your the name of your teacher, you could check before you even go to school if if they're bad or not. Wow, that's that's interesting. I mean, I guess it's a controlled area though, so that you can't like butcher anybody or like go too far or something. But that's interesting. Yeah, it's probably regulated like with curse words and stuff like that because it's for kids. Yeah, that's interesting because before it used to be all word of mouth. You know, like yeah. if your older brother had like a teacher, he'd be like, "Ooh, like you're you're in for hell if you get this teacher." But if you get this one, like it's it's all day in the sunshine. 
Yeah, you should check your old teachers and let us know. Maybe send me that send me that email or send me that website and we'll check it out. Okay. And let's go to topic two. We're at twelve minutes. Okay, topic two. I'm sending you um, a news link for this one. Mm. Remember we spoke about a while ago, like Willy Wonka, the Willy Wonka bar, and how there was like a golden ticket, but it doesn't actually like give you an experience. But now Jelly Belly is going to give away a golden ticket, and if you find it, you're actually going to be the owner of one of their factories. Whoa! Like without anything, you're just the owner. Uh, let's see. It says it'll, the winner will walk away with the key to their very own candy factory. So, it doesn't give you specifics, but, I mean, it's enough to make me want to go buy some jelly beans. Hmm. I wonder, is it, like, something that's attached to, like, it, it like, it's on the wrapper, just on the inside? Because can't you, like, shake it up and try to feel around and feel if there's some sort of ticket in there yeah it doesn't say exactly what it's gonna be it just keeps calling it a ticket but maybe it's like um printed on the inside of the box or something Hmm. this way you won't you can't tell the difference oh okay wait 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 oh wait okay wait i'm reading a little bit more so it's not like an it's it doesn't seem like it's just a regular buy candy and, like, try to find it. Oh, so what is it? Um, so I'm not reading the full thing. Um, I'm just trying to get a thing. But it says, the contest is not free. Those who wish to participate will need to pay about $50 to receive their state's riddle, which I don't really know what that is. There's also a gold ticket Facebook group. Each treasure hunt has a strict limit of a thousand participants. <sighs> Did you hear that? Yeah. Who was that? <sighs> An intruder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The contest is not free. Those who wish to participate will need to pay about $50 to receive their state's riddle. There's also a gold ticket Facebook group. Sorry I read that twice, but someone interrupted. <laughs> Each treasure hunt has a strict limit of a thousand participants added the person who's running it so i don't know the big i don't know all the ideas or everything that goes with it but the idea that you could you have the opportunity to win a i guess a factory is kind of cool but i'm not the biggest jelly bean fan so i don't know how much i'm gonna do this (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's got to be a catch. And uh, and if if it's not really just buying the candy and finding it, if you got to do this like weird treasure hunt and fifty dollars to go into it, count me out. Yeah, I don't know if I'll participate, but I'm gonna keep an eye out and see if yeah. there's a winner. Yeah, keep an eye out because maybe you know, maybe you'll find a little bit more about the rules because I'm just reading a little bit of this article and who knows how, all of it. If all of the information's here. Yeah. Alright. I don't even know if I hear anything else. Alright. I mean, I could pass up. I The one... I mean, maybe I'm away from jelly beans because I tried some of those Harry Potter ones and there's some nasty ones in there. So, oh, they're so bad. Yeah, so I think it took me away from there. So jelly beans are down, down for the count for me. <laughs> yeah, they're not my favorite either. 
Okay, and with the last four minutes, I have an, I have something that I wanted to talk about. Like, I got a package today, but maybe I should leave that for tomorrow. What do you think? Tomorrow? Ooh, but now I'm going to be wondering. Do you not have a movie to talk about? No, I have a movie. That's what I'm saying. Should I wait for tomorrow? Okay, yeah, that'll be a segment. Yeah, it's a, it's a package. And sent to my house. So... We'll talk about that tomorrow, but I watched Oliver and Company, Oliver and Company, yesterday. And I, I just realized, I'm down, I'm up to 25 movies now, 25 Disney movies, that's not counting the remakes. So, oh. it's, it's probably... Did you say you were going to do 50 or 100? 100, but that's just 25, that's not counting the remakes. So, I'm probably up to, like, somewhere between, like, 30 and, or in between 30 and 40, or maybe around that number. But, Oliver and Company is pretty interesting, it it definitely has a dark tone. So I've I've found like kind of a little rhythm of their movies. Like the older ones kind of have a more out in the open dark tone. You know, like they're a little bit more riskier. I feel. What makes this one dark? Well, I mean, if you take all the good, all the protagonists except for pretty much Oliver and then the little girl that finds him are kind of like in the gray zone they're not really good guys and they're not really but they're not bad guys they're just trying to get by you know the the main dogs they're they're a kind of a gang with a homeless man and they're pretty much trying to find and steal stuff to pay off a debt to this like crazy loan shark guy so like it's it's a weird kind of feeling movie because you don't know if you're supposed to be fully rooting for anybody except for oliver Uh, i mean obviously you get more time with the dogs and stuff so you definitely get a more lightheartedness from their angle but it's an interesting movie i it's it definitely pulls at the heartstrings i mean the intro to it where oliver is in the in the box and it says like free kittens for sale and he's the last one left and no one wants him oh that is so sad and then like he gets washed away and he's gotta you know kind of tough it out on his own and then he finds dodger and then you know they they meet the gang and then you know all the shenanigans happen it it's a well-made movie and i think it's one of those it's one of the movies that has like a really good score to it and good music. It, I think that's a big thing with Disney movies that I do really enjoy is if they have a score that I like and certain songs. If they at least have one song or two songs where like the lyrics are really fun and it's just it moves the movie along. Mm-hmm. I like those kind of movies and the only thing that I kind of dislike is Dodgers voiced by Billy Joel and it's a little distracting because you kind of know it you know it's Billy Joel and it's coming out of a dog's voice (laughs) so that's a little distracting I thought that the 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 dog that's voiced by Bette Midler is hilarious I that song is hilarious it's amazing um the little girl song with Oliver is really sweet I, I love that song it's so simple and It just puts a good tone over the entire thing. And the score by, I think it's J.A.C. Redford. I think that's his name or her name. I don't really (laughs) know who it is, but it's really good. 
Um, I would say go check it out. Uh, uh, the fine, the conclusion. Boy, does the bad guy get it bad. Oh, man. <laughs> it is, it's pretty brutal. It comes to a very epic conclusion, uh, for, for him and his dogs. And, um, you know, and then it's a good life for Oliver and pretty much for the rest of them. So, go check it out. If you don't like the animation, you'll probably love the music. And, uh, that's pretty much why I had Billy Joel and, uh, Huey Lewis in the news on my, uh, on my, uh, playlist today. Because they were both in the movie. They were both in the movie. Inspiration. Yeah. So, see? It's not just in that aspect of the world. It could move over to the other aspects, like working out and, and other things like that. Um, so I give I give a two thumbs up to this movie. It's really good. Check it out, Oliver and Company. And this has been episode 31 of Le VOTP.